Let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> Today's very exciting topic. Yeah. Very unusual one. What's the topic? <clears throat> We are going. Uh, I'm going to interview Kirby and make him tell us why is it to be coached by David Alaba. Alaba? David Alaba, yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, David Alaba is, he plays for Bayern Munich, he's a left, left back. He, yeah, as I said, plays for Bayern Munich and the Austrian national team. He is actually considered like one of the best left backs in the world. So he's up there with Marcelo, who else, who else is a good left back? I don't know, I feel like him and Marcelo are probably the two best right, best right now. Marcelo is Brazilian one, Marcelo right? is Brazilian, yeah, from Real Madrid. And so, yeah, Alaba won the Champions League with Bayern Munich in 2013. Then the UEFA Super Cup, FIFA World Cup, mm. the Bundesliga he won seven times already with Bayern Munich. And he's only 25. He was... Um, selected into the UEFA team of the year like three times I believe and in Austria obviously football of the year, footballer of the year for like six consecutive years so he's a quite a quite famous player at this point yeah so yeah and I, I read that he started playing Bayern Munich like when he was just 17 Uh, yeah, he, he before he like he went to buy well you mean for the first team right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So before, like, he went, he played in Vienna in Austria and then actually went to Bayern Munich when he was 15. So he stayed at their dorms, like he left his family to go to Munich to play for Bayern Munich full-time for the, for the youth academy when he was 15. And then was there for two years and then at 17 he made his um, debut for the, for the first team as the youngest ever player for Bayern Munich. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting, very, very exciting. Yeah. yeah. And but how about it? Like why, where and when you was coached by then, like by him? Like because <coughs> was he a coach before being a professional footballer? Mm. Like what's this story actually? So, I mean, as I said, he he went to Bayern Munich at 15 and then stay, stayed at their like dormitory, which is like at the training ground. So they, the young players sleep there, eat there, uh -huh. and then train, like everything at the Bayern Munich training ground. Uh -huh. and so, so back then I played for, it's called the Elite School of Bayern Munich, which is kind of a um, cooperation of, yeah, they have with the German Football Federation and another club called 18, 1860 Munich. So, which, which allows players to like train twice a day and then have school in between. So players get both the football education and mm. school education. But did you get this, this thing like? Yeah, I, I played in there. Yeah. And then, as I said, Alaba was there at the time. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and then he, he helped out with coaching on the side kind of, you know, uh. so he helped, the, the coach that I had was like, he was actually the son of a former like Bayern Munich player, mm. and um, so Alaba helped him out on the side, side coaching us, yeah. Do you remember the coach's name, who was the actual coach? Yeah, 
Yeah. So that that guy is called uh, Sebastian Dremla. He's now the like the head of the or he yeah the head of the 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 youth academy of Bayern Munich. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So where I understood that uh, David Alaba was not the coach. He helped the coach. Exactly. What was his role mm. in the training, your training? Yeah, so at that time he was still like 16. I think he just turned, like was well, 16, 17 at that time. So he was still very young and um, mm. he had obviously a lot he of... He was like, I imagine, 15? No, he was he was 16, 17 at the time yeah. that he trained us, oh. and um, he had trainings in the evening, obviously with his team, yeah. and then in the mornings when we had our trainings, he he helped out. And you were around 11. Yeah, right? I was I was 11 at that time, and um, yeah. So what he usually did in the training is just like the what usually assistant coaches do oh. like they set up the drills and oh. you know from time to time he even um, led the training so he came up with drills that he knew yeah. and um, he, he was like leading the training and telling us what to do yeah. and then obviously because he was still very young I mean he he always he, he loved to like actually play with us like in the, yeah. in, the, in the training matches and he would just like destroy us all yeah. of us like he, he was just so good like from time to time we asked him stuff and he gave us tips of what you know what he know knew what we should do to to get better yeah, to get I think at his it level. was inspiring like to be with him to see him playing yeah like definitely i mean at that point nobody of us knew like not even himself that how quick um, it was gonna go like for him to be actually play professionally because yeah. at that time he was still just a normal youth player right and so we actually it's, it's funny like we Our trainings were always like right next to the professionals. So you had the first team of Bayern train of, of Bayern like training right like on, on the on the field next to us. And so Alaba was like at that time he was would always like look over and be like, "Wow, look at these players like amazing, right?" And then like a year later he he actually plays with them and uh, now yeah. he's you know obviously. Yeah, yeah, and really you cool. you had like some intention like you saw him playing and he was like five years older than you mm. well, and in your mind in the mind of the younger 11 player uh, it's like oh I want to play like this like five years from now mm. is, is it a kind of milestone that you when you see somebody older playing very well is it Uh, a milestone that you think to achieve there hmm. how do, did you see like this difference of ages and the difference of playing hmm. I think hmm. it's tough like in football especially at that age like if you if, if you see someone like Alaba and you play with him and he's just that good like it's sometimes hard to even think about how how I could play that well even if like there are five years in between because mm -hmm. it's just when we watched him play it's just mm -hmm. so good and like the things that he's able to do like when you're 11 you, you just can't even like understand like how he does those things you know and so now at this point like it's a lot easier to understand how you, how you can get to that point but but as an 11 year old it was kind of like magic watching him so and how, how, how nice was he like he used to talk to 
have a chat with you guys to make jokes to yeah. about his personality what could you say like um i haven't met like a lot of professional footballers but him i would say is probably like definitely one of the nicest players out there like yeah. the way that he treated us even because the first half of the season when he coached us he was still a youth player mm -hmm. the second half of the season he made like he already made his de de debut for the first team so he was still kind of a coach i mean he had obviously at that point barely any time to coach us because he was playing professionally yeah, yeah. but still like we saw him pretty regularly and he would come by the trainings and say hi to us and so like he was just like the nicest the nicest guy that you could imagine super humble and kind and especially like even after he made his debut he was just you know super humble Yeah. And he like he always had that mindset that like it could be over tomorrow. Like, there's no, I don't have any right to feel better than anyone else or like think that I'm better because tomorrow it could be yeah. over. And, and he he knew that and he always he was working extremely hard and doing things like you know coaching us on the side just to you know just to do to to give back to the club and uh, just yeah. to do more and just yeah. you know. Yeah. Could you say that he became like an idol for the players that used to play with you and for yourself? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was just like amazing having such a close relationship to someone who plays professionally, you know, like yeah. at that level. And um, I remember after he made his debut, we, we would always bring him like... Um, like articles, like newspaper articles about him because he, he, he didn't read that many articles because he, he was busy and stuff with football and we would like bring him articles of where he, you know, where, where they talked about him and uh, he, he loved that and yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. very interesting, very interesting. Yeah. It's very spiteful to meet people like this that yeah. you want to, to be yeah. like him, you know, and when you know like his personality and you you see that he's also a nice guy yeah. more than a good player yeah. and it makes you like really appreciate his um, work and yeah. support him what thing did he do that made it magical he's uh, i think shen is, is talking about the playing like yeah. you 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 said that when he played it was magical for you <laughs> but it was like dribbles yeah was... i mean you have to understand like us without sounding cocky or whatever but like the group of us like we were good players i mean the players that i played with some of the best players in 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 germany at that time at that age group so yeah we were good players and he would come in and like alone dribble through everyone and score i mean <laughs> this word magical mm. it's dangerous Because it's making me think that it's a kind of gift, you know, that, that he like was born like this superpower. Mm. And when we, we see like somebody that's very, very good, we say, oh, this guy has a gift. Mm -hmm. I, it was easy for him yeah. to get there, you know. I think I, think I, I, I only use that word because like in the mind of an 11-year-old, when you think, oh, yeah. I'm, actually, I'm a good player. And then this guy is just on another level. Like I don't even know how to get how to get there. It's just amazing. Yeah. Now from from where I am now, I can see like how he got there, which is 
how hard he had to train to, you know, to be able to yeah. play like that, you know. Yeah. So there's, I don't think there's a lot magic in, in there. Probably not any magic in there, but just in the mind of a 10, 11 year old, it looked like it. So he trained you guys for one season, like yeah, yes. exactly one season. Yeah, very interesting. And what was the relationship between him and the actual coach? Like, mm. what did the coach? Because I, I'm quite sure that the coach looked at him, like, and he he so should like tell us, like, tell you guys, uh, oh, okay, you want to be like him, so you have to make this and this or how do you think the coach took advantage to have a very good player with him helping mm. the training yeah always he always said like look at david over here i mean you have to have that kind of dedication yeah that, type, that kind of work ethic and um that type of um mentality and, and character if you if you want to play at a high level he always said that and uh I think we all understood that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess the, the coach used this as like somebody to represent what you guys should reach, you know? Exactly, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. So now, now I have some questions for um, Corby beyond David. Like, I want to discuss what makes a good coach i think if i come back to alaba and even the other coach that we had um i think it's very important that there's some type of credibility where it's like mm. why should i listen to you you know oh my god so i think you have to have you know that type of credibility that alaba obviously had especially after after he played professionally i mean there's no bigger um. credibility than actually having made it to that level and even the other coach i mean he was around like he was he was coaching professional players you know and helping players become professional so he so you know both had a lot of credibility so that is key one of the most important things you that, think that a coach has to ha have played um, professionally before um, no, not necessarily, but he needs to have some type of credibility. So either he should, like, he played at, at his own, like, he played himself at a very high level, or he helped players before, uh -huh. you know, before coaching you. He already helped a lot of players get to that level. I think those two things are, are important. If you want, you know. It's interesting. Depending on the type of players that you train. So with us back then i mean we were tr all trying to become professional players yeah and so then you have to have some type of credibility yeah. if you want to if you want to tell those kids anything yeah you know yeah, it's true um other other characteristics of a of a good coach i think is allowing mistakes so uh, i think that's a that's a mistake that a lot of coach, coaches make is that they they're just so strict and and they criticize too too fast, and so there's no so players are afraid to make mistakes, and um, making mistakes is one of the most important things in in becoming a better player. And if, if if you always feel like, oh, I can't try this, I can't take a shot because I might miss, and then the coach is going to be angry at me, or I can't try yeah. this pass because uh, you know, the coach is you know going to be angry or whatever. So I think that is very important. 
Um, another thing is just like a great relationship with the players. Uh-huh. So during the during the training, it's important that that you know that he is strict and he tells you what what he wants and and like that he yeah um, that he can like he should be should be strict and you it shouldn't be like a friend during training it should mm-hmm. be like a mentor during tra- during training yeah. but then after you want to feel like you you can talk to the coach and have fun with him i feel like that yeah. is that is a good relationship like that's a good characteristic of a coach and uh, so he knows when to be serious and when not you know yeah, yeah, I imagine that something important about coaching and is like build the relationship between the team, you mm, know, like having the power to be a leader that yeah. helps the team to join together yeah. to the, uh, the common goal. Yeah. And I think the, the relationship between the team, the players have to be very strong and it's like a, a president of a country, you know, like yeah. you united yeah. the nation together. Like the coach have to show that each one is important, oh, yeah. but no more important than the group. Yeah. And nobody gonna shine with, with, if your partner didn't shine as well. So it's important the coach to be this tie yeah and uh as a coach you definitely have to be good at like politics as well so you can't favor one player over the other or like only reward or like only be nice to that player Mm -hmm. or reward him you know so it's that's not very easy yeah yeah because there are better players better (laughs) very difficult yeah and then another thing i'd say is a coach should care more about developing players, especially like, like when we talk about youth football, he should care more about actually developing the individual players instead of just focusing on winning. Yeah. So at a youth, youth um, academy level, it, it could be more, it, it is more important that your players play well and, and they try things during the match than actually winning. Only a few. I mean, obviously, everybody wants to win. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. but that should be the focus of the coaches. If like long term development over short term winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how about the strategic and tactical side? Mm. And how do you think the the good coach approach this this kind of things? Like, would you guess? Yes. How is the best practice for? I mean. <laughs> It depends. I think the best example of, of um, like tactics in a in a club is Barcelona. I mean, they what they do is, from the earliest ages on, they play the same tactics over the years so that the players can develop that, mm-hmm. and then the like the first team, they obviously play that that um, that strategy. And so they have all these years where they play the same style of play so that when they finally become professionals, they know what to do and they're great at it. Yeah, but don't mean like there is always the same tactics. Like, it. Well, I mean, we're talking... uh, Obviously, tactics vary from match to match. 
who you play against or whatever but like the over over uh, arching strategy or tactics or, or formation that you play that's what they always try to keep the same at Barcelona then as a coach I mean there's I think you have to understand your team know the strengths and weaknesses of your players so you know what what type of tactic or formation you want to play and then if you're a really good coach you look at the opponents and from match to match you change the tactics so that you yeah. know how to play yeah Shane also told us a interesting point that a good coach helps you improve by telling your weakness and showing you how you can prove yeah, so it's real uh, like the coach have to look at you and see what point you're good at and what point you have to improve and it's a eye he have to have right yeah i mean that is that is the minimum that a coach i think has to be able to do yeah a, a good coach at least yeah. i mean this is this the, is the stuff that, that, that you learn at obviously like the coaching coaching training that they do and with experience i mean that is a coach should definitely be able to do that yeah 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 it's even the not so good coach have to yeah they least. still have to understand that yeah yeah could you tell us like what was the best coach you ever had like that's a difficult one um I've had I've had a lot of like good coaches fortunately mm -hmm. during my uh, during my playing career and um, I'd say I'd actually have two so one would be when I played in the US in the US I had a coach called um, Sean Securis who is now the um, U16 national team coach of of the US. Mm -hmm. And um, back then he coached me at, when I played for the De Anza Force Academy. And um, he's actually considered one of the best youth coaches in the US. And I mean, he's just, when you train with him, it's like he's very serious and, and extremely challenging to, to train under him. The, the, the trainings are as tough as anything, like one of the toughest trainings that you can have as a player. But then outside, like after training, he's super nice and chill and you can mm -hmm. have fun with him. And so he has both sides. And, and, you know, like with him, he's incredible how many great players he has produced. And like the, the, the academy that I played for was not, was before, before he went there, it was not really known to be that great. But through him, they were the best in the country for a long time just because of him as a coach and every every good player wanted to play under him. The second best coach I've ever had was um, actually my first coach that I ever had when, yeah. I, when I started playing and so he was actually like he was 16 at the time like the coach he was 16 at the time um, I remember when I started playing he just went through a hard time like he his mother died and mm -hmm. stuff like that but he the first training that I went He was just so like welcoming and nice and, and apparently I was a good player at that time because like he always told me how good I am and like kind of really made me feel confident yeah. in myself. So he even did this thing where, where like whenever I nutmegged him when we played, he would give me 50 cents afterwards like to pay me for every yeah. nutmeg. <laughs> and so 
kind of training under him, um, yeah, as I said, just made me feel really confident and yeah. is probably the reason why I, why I was even able to play as, or become as good as I was because he kind of made me love football, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so those two coaches, I would say. So you're telling me that uh, the coach plays a big role like in the confidence of the oh, player huge, and of the... What huge. could you say about it? Like, how can the co coach, like, improve your confidence? Is just, like, pleasing you, saying that you're good? What else he can do to in increase your confidence? Mm, I think having trust in you so it's like giving you opportunities to play mm -hmm. and um, I think for a lot of players it's important that even if they have a bad game that they know that the coach has you know the trust in them to, to you know let them play in the next match to mm -hmm. you know because everybody has bad matches and you want to feel like your coach trusts in you and um, yeah I think that is a big one and then as you, as you said I think just saying well done and, and you know telling you what you did well i yeah. think i think that goes a long way yeah and you make mis when you make mistake what should the coach do how how should he approach you to tell you what was wrong and mm. i think he like a coach should always tell you what, what you did wrong yeah and then and then give you i mean Uh, what's it called constructive criticism to yeah. tell you how you can do it better the next time I mean yeah yeah but I think th this point is it's dangerous because sometimes when you make something wrong and the coach tells you can it affect your confidence for the next mm. time how can the coach make it tell mm. you what's wrong without like disappointing you like letting you down for example Hmm. Um, I think I think it's all a lot in the way that he he tells you. So if he yeah. if he yells at you after training and yeah. saying, "Oh man, you did you fucked up yeah. or whatever," obviously that <laughs> is yeah. not too good for your confidence. But um, if he just tells you, "Okay, you made this mistake mistake here. How about next time you play the pass to that player or you you know do this instead of that." Yeah. Just simple, I mean, so that you can move on. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. And do you have some story or situation in training that taught you something that you learned from it? Can you share with us some moments that, like, I don't know if David Alaba or some other coach, something they said to you that changed it? the way you play or the way your mind works I'm, I'm, I'm sure like with all the coaches that I had there are always things that you pick up that kind of change the way you mm -hmm. approach the next training or the next match or whatever I think kind of going back to what I said about Alaba is, is kind of or what what kind of Alaba portrayed kind of the the mindset that you need to have and, and I think mm -hmm. I see that with with so many players that make it to a high level is kind of their humility so they're always they're, they never feel like they're better than anyone else or they, they never feel like they're they already know everything 
they always stay humble and, yeah. and try to learn more and never feel like they're, 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 they've achieved anything and they're always hungry for more. And, and I think just that humility kind of, I think, is one of the things that I learned from him and one of the most important things that I still take on in, in not just football, in everything in life, you always, yeah. you know. So that was a very important lesson. And not, you know, just through seeing him, not even like what, what someone told me. It's just that's just through him having having him as an example. Yeah. Yeah. You you said that uh, making mistakes very important to learn things. Mm, yeah. Can you tell some mistake you used to make and it's helped you to go to the next level because of the mistake mm. and I think one thing is um I used to not take that many shots during the match or like you know because I always I was afraid of of, of um, missing so I would usually pass to, a, to ah. another player and so at some point I just you know started taking shots whenever whenever I could whenever there was an opportunity and just through I mean missing a lot yeah. I, I was able to develop my shot and obviously yeah. like training uh, on my, by myself going out yeah. a lot in training and and it got to a point where I you know scored a lot of goals Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening, yeah. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, guys. Stay effective. Stay effective. <laughs>